Hey, sweet friends, my name is Chef Schomburg. I started my baking business with a bottle of DiSerrano and one Bundt cake pan. Fast forward to today from news to magazines, speaking on national stages and more, I can truly say that baking has changed my life. So now as a bakery business coach, I get to help others have the same success. I've helped hundreds of my students across the world in my global membership program create six-figure businesses, mainly from home. The Baking for Business podcast is an extension of that, from actionable tips to valuable tools and resources that can impact you as a business owner. I truly believe, y'all, we would never have been given a gift if we couldn't profit and prosper from it. So come on, darling. What are you waiting for? Okay, you guys, so I cannot tell you how many times you've probably heard that you need to show your face on social media or you need to show up for your brand, but not all the time is that actually an easy choice. Live stream scares the shit out of a lot of people. And trust me when I tell you, you are not alone to show your face, to show up, to get on video. It can be a lot harder than what it actually sounds. But trust me, when you get over that curve and you start to show up, man, so many opportunities can pop up for you. And that's something that I wanted to share today. The young lady that I'm talking with today is Miss Irenia. You may know her from Florida Bakers Club, and you probably know her the most from always sharing tips and tricks with you guys on dessert photography. Irenia loves helping people elevate their images. However, the dessert photography tips and the things that she shares with you guys, it took her a while to build up, to show up for herself, to show herself on camera, and to pour all the things from her heart onto the screen, which is something that she loved to do from the start. But like anything else, we just have to be able to push start. So today we're going to talk about utilizing live stream in your business and how live stream can help you build community. Hey, Irene, how are you doing today? Hello, Chef Amanda. How are you? I'm good today. I'm wonderful. Thanks so much for coming on. Um, I I love all the things that you share, but I know because I've known you for a long time that this was a little something different. I thought that this was a story that kind of needed to be shared because I remember when you first started going live and it was nothing <laughs> like it was nothing like now. And I think sometimes people need to know that there are so many people who have a desire to to teach or who have a desire to show up for their community or who want to be like that go-to baker in their area. And I'm always telling people, well, you have to show up for yourself and it's easier said than done, but you did it very well. You actually executed it. You had a strategy for it. So before we get into that, tell us a little bit about Florida Bakers Club and, and what is it that you do? Yes, so I definitely agree with you. It was a lot harder to get there, but eventually I did get there. Um, so I am the founder of Florida Bakers Club. I actually owned a dessert um, business first. It was I Cake Delights. But in my area, I found out that I couldn't really do the cottage food law because it was not allowed in my city. Um, during that time, I had, you know, um, come across the baking community. And I was in a group and they were talking about, you know, getting together with local bakers and things like that. So I did a little research And I did not find um, any groups that I can join. So I decided to create my own. 
And even though I had like the fear of, you know, going live and, you know, doing all these things on camera, I said, you know what, let me just post it out there. Let's see who's out there who wants to join. So I decided to create a Facebook group and some of the members from that previous group that were in Florida joined and we did a couple of meetups and stuff like that. And we started getting together every month or every other month. And then from there, I um, started doing an annual holiday celebration. So they will come out at the end of the year. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Just, you know, all bakers get together. And even then, when I would do the meetups, I would be so nervous, like to be in front of everyone and kind of, you know, I guess no one really saw that I was, but it is, you know, the nerves get you and you're in front of people and you have to speak in front of a large group and, you know, you get the jitters and all that stuff. But if you don't put yourself out there, um, you'll never, you'll never get to that point. You know, that's so true. And and what I love about that is that so many people would have given up and said, okay, well, I can't bake. I can't do this the hell with it. Because, you know, oftentimes we always think it's all about me. Like I want money. I want sales, but you had a desire to say, okay, even though I personally can't do this as a business, I still enjoy being around this setting. So what can I do to help and to serve other people? So to create a group in itself, you know, for your whole entire state, you know, you're the head of the Florida baking group for Facebook. That in itself is amazing. So how did it feel when you created your group and now you have all these local people who are not only coming to your group, but they're also coming to your in-person events? I mean, you had some amazing people at your your Florida Bakers event. Can you share some of the, the influencers and names that we know that came and attended your event? Yes. So it felt good. I mean, at first, the first meetup that I posted out there was just like, um, believe like at a coffee shop. And I literally didn't think anyone was going to show up, but I think it was like two ladies showed up and it was okay. You know, when some, you first start something, you don't get discouraged, right? Even if just one or two people show up, it's kind of like when you do a a bake sale or you go to the farmer's market, you have that fear that no one's going to show up to your table and buy your baking goods, but eventually you'll get there. Right. So then um, the first year it was really small, about 20, 30 people came to the event and it was really just locals. Right. Um, and I would really reach out to just Florida, um, either bakers or business entrepreneurs to come join us because I wanted just, you know, build community and showcase other businesses that are doing the same thing, small businesses. So I remember, I believe one of the first ones that I reached out was um, Simi Cakes and Confectioners, Confectionary, sorry, she's uh-huh. in Florida and a couple other, you know, businesses in Florida, just to say like, Hey, I have this group, you know, I would like to showcase your business. Like let's build community. And everybody loved that. They're like, yes, of course, like let's build community together. Um, and then I believe it was the second year we had, um, Cynthia from I am caked by Cynthia awesome. and Simi cakes came and, um, Jelena was there as well. There was a couple of others, Um, and they came, you know, and they showed up and everybody was excited to come see demos and just get to know other bakers. I know a lot of the ladies that came, they said that now they have, they still have those friends that they met during these events, you know, like they, a lot of them came because they didn't know anyone, right. They, they wanted to, you know, get with other entrepreneurs. It's hard for you to have conversations with family and, talk about how your cake didn't rise or how your fondant uh-huh. is cracking. You know? <laughs> so, 
you know, it's good to have that other person that you can speak to about that stuff. So yeah, we're able to make connections that way. And one of the things I always tell people, because sometimes we, we think, you know, we have this competitive mindset or I meet a lot of people that operate in a spirit of scarcity. And while it's okay to be observant, you know, of your competition, I mean, it's like a normal, you know, market analysis. You don't have to shut off everyone because sometimes when you guys get together, like you said, there are common things that you go through dealing with customers, dealing with the weather, sometimes just looking out for one another, like, hey, uh, this cake supply place is open. This cake supply place is closed, you know. I can think of plenty of times where I'm grateful that I had local relationships with people when I ran out of edible gold, you know, that, that was before you had your viral tutorial on how to make it at home, but yeah, yeah, you know, but it, it's just grateful to just have that community and say, okay, there's someone that I know in my area that's willing to help me and kudos to all those people who came out to help you. I found that even with the podcast, you know, at first I was so afraid. I'm like, okay, so who do I reach out to? You know, like, are these people going to understand my mission? Like, are they going to want to be here? And I've been blessed. It's just so overwhelming when people do accept you and they say, hey, you know, we're willing to come on board and and to help you live out what it is that you're trying to do. And you executed that mission so well that the page, Florida Bakers Club, so now from a Facebook group, from meeting with Florida, to now the Instagram page. So now you have people from all over the world, beyond Florida, that that follow you. So how awesome is that? Yes, I do have a lot of um, other followers from all over the place. And just to kind of, you know, provide a little bit more feedback on what you said about, you know, sometimes we're scared or run with scarcity and don't want to, you know, get with other entrepreneurs. Um, Yeah, sometimes we are scared. We say like, oh, no, I don't want them to know what I sell or anything like that. But when you need to refer someone to someone else, if you are friends with this person or you tried their stuff, like I remember we will have get togethers and people would come and share, you know, cupcakes and cookies and you get to try. And that way, you know, their quality of their work. And when you have a customer that is looking for something that you cannot offer, you can say, you can go to this person. And even though you feel like maybe they're your competitors, they're really not because they can go on and, they can make the sale. You know what I mean? And it's it's just a good feeling to know that, like you said, if if you run out of something and you can't order it or you need a box or anything like that, you can say like, hey, you know, can I buy this off of you or whatever? And it's just good building relationship and community when you do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now those are all valid points. So now we're building community from Florida. Now you're showing up, you're building community on Instagram and Facebook, because now people are coming to you asking you now that people see the work you do, you know, your photos are beautiful. So you go from you're running the club, you're running the group and you're sharing tips. And then out of that, you actually decide to take all the tips, the knowledge and things that you're sharing and you package that in a course which is super cool uh, because I love teaching as well. But before the course, you actually had to, and I want to say before I guess your page grew to where people did follow you outside of Florida and stuff, you actually kind of had to show up because I'm sure in Florida, it's easy, right? You just hop in a car, you go somewhere, but (laughs) online, you have to go live. 
how was that for you in the beginning? Were you excited to go live and start sharing the the Florida Bakers Club brand? No, you're shaking your head. (laughs) No, so it was not that easy. So I've always had like a passion for teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, when I first decided to go to college, I was going to go to college for elementary education. And then that kind of didn't work out as good. (laughs) So I went for culinary school. And even when I was working a corporate job, I um, was always the person that, you know, taught the new employees or held, you know, little um, sessions and stuff like that. So I always wanted to share on the Florida Bakers page on Instagram and go live, you know, but I was always scared. I was always scared of, you know, what everybody thinks, like, what are, what are they going to say? Like, how do I look? How am I going to sound, you know? And I knew that if I wanted to grow and I wanted to do something else, I needed to show up. Right. So I decided I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go for it. And it was scary. You know, Uh, sometimes I still get a little nervous, but as the more you do it, the better you get at it. Um, I would have never thought I would be here on a podcast on video with someone else (laughs) talking and feeling comfortable about it. You know, I decided give myself a challenge. And I said, you know what, I'm just going to do it. If you think about it and overthink it, you, you will never get to that point. Absolutely. And, and challenge indeed. And, and I did ask before I share this because I I do already know the answer to this because I've, I've been there. We've been knowing each other for a long time. You're a student of mine. I'm a student of yours, which is amazing because we all learn from each other. But I do have to share for those who are like, oh, that sounds fine and dandy. Just to let you know, the first time she did hop on video, it did not sound fine and dandy. I was scared as hell. I thought, oh, (laughs) hell no. This I I felt I felt so we we both took DCA, which is an amazing class with um, one of the top marketers, Amy Porterfield. And that's just how much we both love our community to invest in ourselves. So we take this class and we're learning, you know, top level ways of how to teach. And so you did a video once and I don't know what it was, but you were like, hello, my name is. And I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, girl, loosen up, like drink, do something. And then I remember you literally sent me a screenshot and you had made I don't know. But after that, the videos got much better. It was like alcohol. And do you remember what it was you made? I said, take a shot. You you took a whole damn daiquiri. <laughs> but do you, do you um, remember? <laughs> I remember I was talking to Amanda one day and I was like, OK, you know, like I need to do this. Um, and she's like, well, you know, maybe just like take a little shot, you know, to loosen up a little bit. And I I did, I did take a little shot. I think the other instance where you're talking about might've been when I had one of my other meltdowns when I was trying to record one day and I was like, I've had enough of this, you know, my, my recording, like just, I don't know, the audio went bad. I don't know what happened. And I felt very discouraged that day. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just grabbed like vodka and something else and just kind of made my drink. And I said, forget about this. I'm going to step away. But you know, now we're not saying to get drunk before you get yeah, on camera, yeah, but yeah, that's not what we're saying. Take, yeah, right. If you take like, you know, a little sip of something to just kind of take the ease off, you know, that kind of helps. And I remember like, like Amanda said, when I first started showing up, 
it was just like very monotone, right? And that comes from you being scared, right? And not knowing how you're going to sound, what you're going to do, like how people are going to see you, you know, do I look good? Do I not look good? But um, I read a lot of different things. I went online and I read blogs and, you know, they say, talk to yourself in the mirror. And I know people say that. And when you're scared and nervous, I, I didn't do it because you just feel awkward. Like, you know, I'm going to talk yeah. to myself in the mirror, <laughs> but you know, you just practice. And one of the other things they say is listen to yourself. Even though a lot of people hate listening to themselves. I hate how I sound. You hear that a lot. Once you hear yourself and you get comfortable with listening to yourself, it gets like better, you know, and just practicing. Mm -hmm. I literally gave myself a 30 day challenge. And every day I went on, on my Instagram stories and I said something, whatever it was, I don't even know what I said. I was just go on there and say something. That's and, awesome. So, so let's and, talk about that. So you, you said you gave yourself a challenge, which I think is great. And, and you did, and you really stuck to it. So you said, you know what? I'm going to take this up a level, you know, past the shot, but I'm actually going to show up, which is crazy because most of the time when we think challenge, you know, either we're doing challenges in groups or with other people, you did this solo, regardless of who joined you or not. You just decided to hop on a story and be honest and say, Hey, I'm going to go, I'm going to go live. I'm going to do a 30 day video challenge and I'm going to show up each and every day on video just to say and talk about something. And it's crazy because as the days went on, you know, one, seven, 15, 21, 29, it's like you start to see you come out of your shell, you know, you're sharing your kids, you're talking. It's like you, it's like watching a flower blossom. And I think we all go through that, you know, Public speaking for any of us, whether it's online with social media or on a podcast or anywhere, it's not easy. And like you said, it does it does take time and we all find flaws and things we don't like. Even now, I'm pretty sure if you guys are listening to this, you probably know I say the word awesome or awesome sauce like 50 damn times. And I, and I hate it. But what I think is that I always pray that people focus more so on the message than they do the messenger. And I think you're, you're an amazing messenger, but you also had a really good message to share. So you're going live, you're showing up and then other people start joining in with you. How did that feel? Yes. Yeah, so like you said, I just kind of went on and said, Hey guys, I know a lot of you guys are afraid to do this just like I am. I'm going to give myself 30 days. And, you know, a couple of people reached out because I said, who wants to join me? And of course, you know, when you're in the situation and you hear someone else that is going through the same thing, you can relate. Right. And you say, yeah. OK, I do want to know what you did. How did you do it? And people reached out and said, yeah, I'm going to join you. And a couple of people actually would tag me when they would go on their stories. Um, but, you know, not everybody fell through with it. And that's OK, because sometimes you want to get out of that shell, but because you're still so scared you don't want to do it. And you just build stories in your mind. I remember I read this book about like how your brain works and stuff like that. And um, your brain is literally telling you stories all day long. You're telling yourself stories. So if you sit there and you keep telling yourself stories like, oh no, I'm going to sound, you know, I'm not going to sound good. I'm not going to look good. You're just not going to do it. And I would think about like, okay, when am I really going to start? But if I thought too far ahead, I wouldn't do it. So the day that I decided to do it, I just said, I'm going to just cut on the camera and just start doing it. Because the more you think about it, the more you push yourself back and you don't. So it felt good. It felt good that there was other people that felt that way, which I knew. 
because being in Amanda's class and stuff like that, I know there's a lot of other bakers that I know myself that are afraid to do it. But if you don't put yourself out there and start, like, it's just never going to, you're just, you're going to be here three years later and you're still going to be afraid to go live. And if you want to be on TV or be on the Food Network and that's one of your things, how are you going to go on public television and then you're just going to stand there and look, what, awkward because you don't know what you're going to say? Absolutely. That's, that's, that's so true. That's so true. And you, you really made a good point. There are so many different emotions that we have as, as entrepreneurs, but especially as creatives, sometimes it is imposter syndrome. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not good enough. Who am I? Why should I do this? And, and, you know, I love the saying people can do what it is that you do, but no one will ever do it like you. Everybody has a different voice. Everybody has a different story. And like you said, you know, your brain is telling yourself stories, you know, naturally we're wired to comfort ourselves and, and to protect ourselves from harm. So sometimes stepping outside of our shell can seem like, okay, this isn't something I want to do. But like I like to tell people all the time, growth doesn't come from where you're comfortable. No one grows from from being comfortable. Every time I've changed or gone through a season in life, it felt uncomfortable, but to get to the other side was needed. And that's why even on my Instagram, and I know you do it too, we both share daily affirmations because you know your brain is going to tell yourself stories. But when you show up and when you speak positivity, you know it's up to you to decide what story or what report that you're going to believe. So I love the fact that the affirmation and the kindness and the speaking over yourself and addressing the situation was something that you included too, just as a mechanism to protect you so that you could go through with the challenge. And man, you've gone through it. And what came out on the other side was amazing. So now you're showing up, you're going live, you're asking people what it is that they want, how they can help you. And that's where the course kind of came about. I remember both of us, neither one of us, when we took the class DCA, we both wanted to teach something different. But yeah, but yet one of the things I always tell my students is whenever you want to know or whenever you want to create something, get feedback from your audience, because as creatives, we go and we want to do what it is that we want to do. So Mm -hmm. you get feedback from your audience, you're showing up live and they actually tell you, hey, this is what we want to learn. We want to learn more about dessert photography because your photos are amazing. So around how long did it take you to put together the, the course for dessert photography? So that was another um, thing that took me a little bit longer. And just because, you know, I had the fear, like I was showing up. So I kind of first started just showing up on my stories, right? Because you're not, you're not live. And if you um, record a story, you can re-record it, right? You don't want to sit there and re-record 20 times, but at least, you know, pick a few here and there. Um, And then I decided, okay, I'm going to create this course. And I started showing up first on, like I said, on Instagram stories, I did the course, but to record the course was a different thing because it's one thing for you to have a 15 second video or 30 second video than to actually sit in front of a camera and teach something. Right. And there's nobody in front of you. (laughs) So, um, as you're teaching, you think about like, okay, are they going to think this is interesting? Do I sound boring? Like what's going on here? So, when we were talking earlier that Amanda said I made this weird drink, it was, it was because of one of those videos. Like there's a lot of emotions that go through it. And it took me, I don't know what, like six, seven, eight months. Like me and Amanda were accountability partners throughout this whole thing. And 
I would literally call her sometimes and be like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm going to quit. Like, you know, you go through this roller coaster of emotions, but the thing is you just have to stick with it. Right. Yeah. I remember recording at the beginning, I recorded a couple of stuff and I share with Amanda, like she said, I might've sound like I was a robot or something. And then I decided, okay, I'm just going to re-record the same thing until I am satisfied with it. And, you know, it was a long road, but I finally saw the light at the end of the tunnel and was able to finally get to that point. Do I still think that some of the stuff could be better? Yes. But if you don't put it out there, you're just never going to get through it. And even in like our course and hearing all these public speakers that are making millions of dollars now, they'll tell you that at the beginning, they were also scared to go yeah. live and stuff like that. So when you hear them, like I listen to a lot of podcasts and, and watch other videos and stuff like that. And when you hear that coming from those people that you look up to, you feel like, okay, this is a normal thing to go through. And it makes you want to do it even more because you know it's it's okay. Everybody goes through that same stage. Absolutely. That's why I think accountability is so important in everything we do. Uh, you mentioned, which I'm I'm super happy. So loving plug, you are a member of the entrepreneur community, uh, which is my monthly group coaching membership. And that is all about community in itself, which I'm really grateful for because I don't believe we were designed to do life alone. And I definitely know that we weren't designed to do business alone. You know, there's there's highs and lows. So when you have that person that you can check in with, that you can vent to, that you can bounce ideas off of, you know, it's it's the same here. There's times where <laughs> I've called you. I think we talked about it probably like a month ago. And I was like, just bawling, like, I'm overwhelmed. There's too much going on. You know, like we all, even I have bad days, bad days, times where I'm, I'm, I'm crying, I'm pissed, I'm frustrated. Um, you know, Irene has been around behind the scenes from the making of this with the, with the podcast and things don't always go as planned. So that's why I truly, truly believe accountability is such a great thing to have. And that's why I'm so excited about the power of community because the community that you foster with Florida Bakers Club, it lets those people in your Florida Facebook group show up. There's community there. And then now you've pulled that community online and you show up each and every day for a community that just continues to grow and grow and grow. So the course is out there now. And I know you have some amazing students who have signed up for that and are super excited. So tell us about the course and what's the transformation and what do people get when they take the course? So the transformation for the course is obviously to take better pictures, to showcase your brand with confidence, right? Because we all want the higher paying clients and all that, but we don't understand that you know, good photography and good imagery is what's important to put yourself out there. Yeah. So it's a, when you're in business, it's a mix of things, right? Is marketing. We spend a lot of time in the kitchen baking and perfecting our desserts and our recipes. But if you don't take a nice image of that, when you post it online, people won't take you seriously, right? Absolutely. They, they're not going to want to pay the $100 or whatever for a six inch cake. They're going to say that's worth $30. And you know, for your for a fact that you spend all this money and time making that, but if you don't showcase that, then they're not going to pay. So I show you how to transform your imagery and take brighter pictures and showcase them where you can confidently post them and charge more for your work. I love that because I am I'm huge on imagery, uh, even inside of my membership. We have two imagery 
two imagery classes. I'm always pushing for my students. I like my students to have brand photo shoots, to have product photo shoots, because it helps. You know, when, when we roll up to McDonald's, you know, imagine if McDonald's had a picture of a Big Mac that they took on their stove or on the counter, you know, like it, it just, it wouldn't look too appealing. And I think sometimes I'm always giving people tough love, you know, when people will say, well, they won't pay that here or they won't pay that. And then I go and I look at their page and I'm like, yeah, no, it's not that they won't pay that. It's just that they won't pay you. But how do you expect to make six figures, which I I had a post on this once, how do you expect to make six figures if you don't even want to invest three or two? Right. <laughs> you, know, you know, so it's like perceived value is a big thing. And whether you believe it or not, I'm telling people all the time, you know, people will put a value on you based solely on your looks. They will take a look and that will give them a perception of what you're valued at. And if your look does not look appealing, then that's going to decrease the amount of value in their mind. So before you've even opened your mouth, before you've even said, oh, it's the best chocolate chips or it's the most organic, their mind has already processed from the way it looks. Bullshit. <laughs> you know, you know, they're not like- even going <laughs> to read the caption because yeah. they say it takes seven seconds to make a good first impression. So if yes. they scroll up on your image and it doesn't look good, they're not even going to read that it is organic or that you use like, you know, free range eggs or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like you use free range eggs, but you put it on the windowsill or on a wooden tabletop. (laughs) So yeah, we've both seen some horrible photos. So I'm super, super excited. So the, the course is out and I am a student. I love it. So you have a five-step process, which is super amazing. I have definitely noticed because like I said it years ago, when I first started teaching, Irina was a student, but she was one of those students where her pictures would always look nice. So I would be like, man, damn, you go girl. You know, she could take my recipe and, and, and make it look good. So when the course came out, um, I'm super happy. I was, I think I was the first person to take it. Yes, you were one of my beta testers. Yes. Yes, and it and it's amazing. You really do learn. You break down things such as the way your your house is positioned and the the sunlight and all the different things that go into helping a photo to come out nice. But then not only that, editing it, you know, showing up and how to use props and how to just make everything pop. So I will have a link in the show notes. If you are one of those people that struggle with dessert photography, you're definitely going to want to check out the course. Like I stated, I'm a student of it, so I can vouch for it. It is affordable. It is amazing. And you'll definitely truly see a transformation. But the course is out now and the course is doing amazing. And now you're still building community because now from the shy young girl who didn't want to cut on the camera, you're getting all these brand endorsements and working with all these people. So now not only are you showing up on camera and you're helping those in your community, but you're having people actually ask you to speak in their community. So tell me about some of the the other memberships and people that you've actually spoken for. Yes. So that will definitely bring up, you know, awareness in the community. <laughs> and um, I remember when um, was the app Clubhouse came out, you know, I would join some of the rooms. And even though I was showing up on Instagram and stuff like that, I would be scared to speak. I'm like, I don't know. I, want, I don't want to speak, but just speaking there and just showing up on Instagram and stuff like that, I've gotten people reach out. So I had um, 
two different um, programs reach out from the UK, um, the Baker Squad and Al, um, what is the other one? Ali's Ali's Yummy Food. (laughs) 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 No, it's not Ali's, Ali's Yummy Food. So she reached out. I spoke in her community. I spoke in the Baker Squad. I've done uh, the Summit for Pastry Art. I'm going to do it for the second year this year. You go, girl. Yeah. So it's like all these places reach out because they see what you're doing. They see that you're out there and building community. So they reach out and they want you to come and join and share your knowledge with them. So I also did Simi Cakes, Icing Images, and even SoFlo. They reached out to me to teach this year. So that, okay, <laughs> you know, it, it feels good. You're like, okay, well, I'm actually, you know, kind of doing what I wanted to do. I'm showing up and you know, people are reaching out and that's the same way. Um, you know, it's, I know a lot of you guys are bakers and stuff like that. And you're probably thinking like, well, I'm not, I don't want to teach right now. I just want to sell my cakes, but it works hand in hand. If you don't show up for your community, then, you know, you're not going to be able to build relationship with other business owners in your community. Once you get to know, you know, realtors or other, um, event planners, or even just the venues and stuff like that, you build community with them and they start reaching out. I remember when I first moved around here, I started going to some of the local community events. And even still now, some of them will reach out like a photographer and say, hey, I have someone that would like a cake or something like that. So you put yourself out there. It, it works hand in hand. Absolutely. You you said it best. It does work hand in hand. That's something that I love. I am a firm believer on local press. And I tell my students all the time, I love for my students to get local press, but I'm like, Hey, in order for you to get press, you know, when they call, you have to have a few things lined up in order because this is the news. They want, you can't be afraid to get in front of the camera. They will put a camera in front of your face. And aside from the camera, they're going to want images. So that is why I'm really big on all of my students. And I've had some amazing students get featured in with other brands, like you stated. So someone may say, yeah, I don't want to teach. But even if you don't want to teach, yeah, you need to show up for yourself so that you can show up in your community, so that you can get local press, so that you can be featured locally. I've had one of my students, um, Era Harris out of Georgia. She's had her work featured on Yelp. You know, and she was the same way. She was afraid to show up, you know, afraid to put herself out there. But once she did, she's worked with the brand Yelp multiple times, but also they need those images. So that's where the imagery class comes in at, because you have to, they have to have something to put up on the news and, you know, they, they can't put up no ugly ass photos, just, just (laughs) keeping it real, just keeping it real. So yes, I love that. So, wow. I really, uh, one of the biggest names that you actually forgot to mention. So like you stated, you've spoken for Patriarch Summit, you've spoken for people in the UK and in other countries. So you can call yourself a global, a global (laughs) speaker. Now you go girl, but you've also been featured multiple times in American cake decorating. So tell us about your feature in there, because I believe it's actually out this month while we're recording. Yes. So it is out this month and is the top five mistakes we make um, in our baking business with photography is out in the March, April issue. But I have been featured a couple of times on that magazine and I am very grateful and feel blessed to be featured. Um, and it's all from from even some social media, right? So yeah. I can show up live, but if I'm also not putting good imagery out there, I probably wouldn't get you know some of these people reaching out. And I know a lot of you guys will love to be featured in a magazine 
But if you email someone, let's say if you have a really good topic for a magazine and you reach out to them and say, hey, I have this really good recipe that, you know, it's the number one in my city and stuff like that. And they're going to ask you, what is your social media page? What is your website? And if they go on there and you have poorly lit photos, they are not probably they're not going to say yes to want to feature you because (laughs) they want to make sure that when they feature you, people can either follow you back or stuff like that, or even the photos that you turn in are nice, right? So it's important to have good imagery because of that. And, you know, don't feel like if you do have bad imagery that we're too good for you or that we're trying to, you know, talk you down. We're not. We all started somewhere. If you see some of my very first images, it was like that. You finish a cake, you're so excited and you take a picture of it on your countertop or your table because you're so excited to show it off. But you actually have to have to schedule time for that, just like how you schedule time to decorate, buy your ingredients and all those good things. But if you want to be featured, you know, you have to be you have to have good imagery. But yeah, I've been featured there. I'm blessed. I feel, you know, excited. Um, It's been a couple of them. So go read them. There are different articles on photography too. I love that. So, wow. So you're stepping out of your shell. You're stepping up each and every single day and serving your community. You also have at the time of recording this, you have this new trend that you put out, how to make how to make edible gold with wafer paper that has gone viral. So yes, you go girl. How does (laughs) that feel? (laughs) It feels good. I mean, I was just like any other baker, just, you know, I didn't have time, right? I'm over here talking about having time for your photography, right? But I (laughs) I didn't have enough time to order gold leaf. And I said, what do I have here that I can use already at home? And I said, well, wafer paper is thin. So I decided to make edible gold leaf with wafer paper. And again, I just, I was sharing a live with icing images and everybody loved it. Everybody's like, what? This is a really good idea. Like um, edible gold is really expensive and this is nice. So, so it's gone, you know, viral, but I was just being like everyone else trying to figure out how to, you know, do something else that I didn't have time for. (laughs) That makes total sense. And I'm pulling up, pulling up the numbers now. I think it's crazy how many people, how many people. Oh, and then um, it was featured. Yeah, it was featured on American Cake Decorating Magazine's page. Yes. Because awesome. again, of the quality of the video and stuff like that. So I love I love that. I'm I'm gonna have to share this on my page because I'm all about uh resharing other people's content. That's less work for me. <laughs> so yeah, we could talk about that tip on another day. So Irenia, what is the one thing that you want people to know? Because you've taught us a lot of lessons today about just overcoming your fear, showing up for yourself, challenging yourself and stepping outside of your shell. So to the person who says, you know, I want to be a content creator, but I'm afraid to to show my face or I want those brand deals or I want to be on TV or I want to work or have my work featured in a magazine. You know, what's the one little tidbit of advice that you would tell that person? Just go for it. (laughs) Yes. And go for it. And like you said, Amanda, if you don't feel uncomfortable, then you're not going to be able to, you know, overcome that. So feeling uncomfortable, you have to feel uncomfortable and just do it. Stop overthinking it. Absolutely. I love it. Well, it is time for the lightning round. (laughs) Are you ready? 
go for it. All right. What is your favorite color? My favorite color is pink. And you'll see that throughout my Instagram. Yes. And what is the one dessert you can't live without? I love chocolate, whether it's chocolate cake or a chocolate bar. I love chocolate. I, I, I like that. I like that. And what is your celebrity crush? Or who is your oh, celebrity man. crush? My celebrity crush. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. <laughs> can't think of any. I can't think of anybody like off the top of my head, like Justin Timberlake, Michael Jackson. Somebody's <laughs> <laughs> probably like Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. I'll let you pass on that one. What is your favorite book? My favorite book, I'm not really a big reader. <laughs> I don't read. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I, um, I have gotten better. I decided this year was one of my things was to, you know, expand my knowledge with reading. But I do enjoy, you know, like uh, this um, reading magazines, um, like recipes and stuff like that, just because I love baking. But no specific book <laughs> that I can give you. <laughs> Okay. What is the one kitchen tool that you can't live without? Oh, Lord. Um, probably my mixer because I'm not going to do it with my hand or a whisk. <laughs> like <laughs> I need my mixer. Amen. All right. Irene, you passed the lightning round. Thank you so oh. much. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Thank you so much for coming on today. I know you had an amazing story and I knew that it would benefit someone because we've all been there before. And before you go, just real quick again, tell us how can we get in touch with you for those who want to follow, who want to get your photography tips and who just want to continue to build community and support you. Well, I first want to thank you so much for having me. Um, Like I said before, I would have never thought I will be on a podcast or even on video <laughs> a couple of years ago. So I'm grateful for that. Thank you for having me. Um, so you can find me at floridabakersclub.com and on Instagram and Facebook, also Florida Bakers Club. Um, and my email is info at floridabakersclub.com. Awesome. And for those who want to take her course, I have a goodie for you. I have a coupon. You can use my coupon code, which is, you want to tell them I read it? B, like the letter B for baking, the number four and the letter B. So baking for business. Awesome sauce. You can use my coupon code baking for business, B for B. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. That, B, way, yeah. <laughs> that way we don't. That, that the way letter we, B, the number four and the letter B. <laughs> awesome. That way we don't mess it up. So I'm going to have the link to everything in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining. It was such a pleasure and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Okay, so how refreshing was that? Every time we want to do something as a business owner, as a woman, as a wife, as a husband, anytime we want to approach something new in life, you know, we all have those little thoughts. But Irenia's story was just an amazing testimony of how showing up for yourself, believing in yourself despite the odds, how coming together and standing in your passion 
and stepping out can just really, really work for you. She's still building community over at Florida Bakers Club, and she's all about community. So I know that you're going to learn a lot from her, whether it's from her Instagram page or whether you decide to take the course, which like I stated, I hope you do. I'm a student as well, and it is one of my favorite. And there's something new that we can all learn each and every day. So as you decide to step out and use live stream for your business, I hope you get over all of those little thoughts and push all those negative fears to the side. Because like Irene said, go for it. You are worth it. We all have a voice to use, something to say. And I know the world is going to be so much better when you start walking, stepping and speaking in your purpose. Be sure to check the show notes. That way you can get all the links to Irenia's page as well as her course and that awesome discount. And you guys, if you really enjoyed this conversation with Irenia from Florida Bakers Club, do me a favor, screenshot it. Let me know what it was that she said that resonated with you. I would love to just touch and agree with you on my page and share it as well, just to root you along on your journey. Bye for now.